unlike certain wrestling promotions, we have not been delayed in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> That's right. We're here. Coming to you live from Knoxville, Tennessee, for episode 109 of Three Fans in a Pod, the only place you should get your wrestling news, gossip, and opinions from. Of course, if they did that, they might be laid on some shit, but... <laughs> but it's not going to stop us anyways. But as always, we have a shit ton of wrestling news to talk about. Of course, we'll be uh, discussing our favorite and not favorite parts of Raw, NXT, AEW, and SmackDown was pre-taped this week, so we can actually talk about that a little bit. Um, and it's still currently airing. It's in its second hour right now as we speak. Um, but we will definitely be talking about that as well. But before we get down to that nitty-gritty, what are we drinking this evening? Um, I am drinking a Pabst Blue Ribbon, because somehow a six-pack of the 16-ounce cans of this is still cheaper than a six-pack of Coors. Hmm. No idea. But I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm a PBR fan from way back, before it was... Cool. Back when the sleeves was in its infant stages. <laughs> Back, Back in my rockabilly days. <laughs> old redneck beer, not college hipster beer. Right. I was always so confused as to how that became a college hipster beer. Like, I understand you're in college, so it's cheap, but at the same time, like... It's cheap, and it's not a light beer. So. Just, like, bearded men with waxed mustaches being like, mm, I need a pibber. Shit. I'm drinking a Bud Light for once. For once. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> the nice if you can't tell, uh, the queen is out of commission due to a lice outbreak. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but we do have Deb Dastardly here filling in. Uh, in case you didn't know, it's me, Carney Kitty, the killer caller, coolest cat, always sitting at the goddamn table. And I am also drinking a Bud Light. Because sometimes you gotta take a break from paving that road to WrestleMania, and you just gotta you gotta put a Bud Light in the chamber instead of the coolers. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your vote of confidence there, Tim <laughs> And do not forget, I am your reigning, defending, undisputed three fans and pod champion. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> ah. But moving right along, we do have a lot of wrestling news to talk about. Um, a lot going on. Um, we missed last week. Uh, so starting off, we'll go ahead and talk about um, the Crown Jewel and all the uh, Saudi Arabia. Fuckery. Fuckery is a good word for it. I was going to say gossip, but fuckery fits way better. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they had the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. Um, that was a thing. Uh, also, they did have the uh, first ever women's wrestling match in Saudi Arabia, which was kind of cool. I give them that. Uh, had Natalia versus Lacey Evans. Um, Natalia ends up winning, but afterwards, you know, they're in tears and so happy they got to do it as they wrestled in their oversized t-shirts. I was super happy they did actually get to do it, because I feel like the last time they went to Saudi Arabia, it was supposed to be Natty versus Alexa Bliss, and then they ended up not doing it or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I actually have to do this time, so hmm. But yeah, um, so afterwards, like, this past week has been filled with nothing but headlines about how there was quote-unquote mechanical issues with the plane, and, like, most of their roster was were left. stuck. 
in Saudi Arabia, and there's been yeah several several different dirt sheet reports on why they were stuck. And people were just trying to come up with their own conclusions on that. I feel like half of them are just bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I heard was it was because of the women's match. Another thing I heard was because there was a debt that was to be That was repaid. the biggest one I heard about. That's that Saudi the, Arabia uh, had paid. Yeah, that's what I heard too. And Vince and the crown or the prince or whomever got into a heated exchange about it. Apparently Vince cut the feed cut the live feed for the show in Saudi, just in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, like, live oh. TV feed was like, cut that shit, thank you. <laughs> and wow. this was the prince's retaliation. So, I think only about, I could be wrong, but it was around, I think, 20 people that actually got out, and it was the people that were supposedly advertised, because this happened on Thursday, so the next night is Smackdown. You're right. So, only, I think, about 20 people got out. I know definitely Vince, uh, Brock Lesnar got out, yeah. Hulk Hogan, and uh, <laughs> Ric Flair. <laughs> they all got out and said, private jets. Big E was on a private jet? Yeah, apparently Big E, Kofi got out. Uh, Cesaro was in Ireland somehow. I've never figured uh-huh. out how Cesaro got out. He just popped up in Ireland afterwards. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I got out. <laughs> Finger guns about. But of course, there's been a lot of hoopla because people are like saying that Vince abandoned the talent there because he got out and this, that, and the other. There's been multiple reports. Um, But for the most part, it seems like there have been a couple people, AJ Styles and Corey Graves are the two that I can think of, where they're like, look, we don't know what happened, we don't know what was the cause of this. Mm-hmm. We, we weren't held at gunpoint. We weren't taken hostage. Yeah. It just sucked. <laughs> like, so as of right now, like no one still knows what happened or what the delay was about. But it was a thing, and it was a really big thing. And mm-hmm. a lot of people were thinking this was going to be like a worldwide like issue, <laughs> like a international incident. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they had almost two hundred of their talent and employees mm-hmm. stranded. In a country that is not so safe. Mm. I mean, it's kind of bullshit. I've heard a lot about how now a lot of people in the roster are like, I will not be going back. Mm. So I think Guess what? You will if Vince tells you to go back. <laughs> so I think it'll be pretty interesting to see at the next one, because apparently they are doing another one. <sighs> Whenever they decide to do it. Um, actually, who does decide to go? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it also led to a very interesting SmackDown the following day, just because uh, there was so much talent missing. They had to do the whole NXT invasion angle, which mm-hmm. we'll get to later. But I just thought that was interesting. That again, something outside of their control affected their booking, and the show came out better, way better than yeah, it. yeah. And we don't know if that was already in the works, or. Or what? But it was just, on the fly. Apparently, Vince booked we, it all. We need more international incidences and, <laughs> and more oh. measles. But you know, I feel like, you know, I feel like um, the success of that first invasion on Friday night, like, we're just going to be seeing invasions, like, 
until our eyes bleed between Christmas <laughs> yeah. or between now and the Rumble. It's just, you know how they do. Knowing WWE. They're I mean, like, oh, we had an Iron Man yeah. match. You know what would be great? Let's do it five more times they, in the next two months. They do Guess something, what? and it gets really good fan reaction, so they're like, keep doing mm-hmm. Yet another reason to scrap brand exclusivity for them, which they love. Yeah. They love to not follow through on that shit, so... It's so weird. Also, uh, at Saudi Arabia, Bray Wyatt won the Universal title, which I find yeah. to be very weird, just because yeah. it's a Raw belt, and then also on SmackDown, Brock quit the SmackDown, so we're switching belts. Like, also, did we not learn anything from Hell in a Cell in that red light? The red light and the uh. uh, uh Regardless, that's what happened in Saudi Arabia. Let us know your opinions. <laughs> um, also, the greatest troll of them all, Randy Orton. Oh my god. He's so <laughs> with WWE. Um, he signed a multi-year extension. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, when we originally talked about this, where he teased it on Instagram about going to AEW, <laughs> I feel like all of us were kind of like... I don't think he's going to, but he might just because he tagged, like, Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes in it. Like, that's a really mm-hmm. big thing to do. Oh, yeah. So he did He did a pretty good job of it. I'm not going to lie. He did. He did. He had me go in there for a second. But, yeah, he's going to stick with WWE. Of course. Why wouldn't he? I mean, he... It would be so cool for him, though, to pull a Jericho move, like, kind of forward. Because, I mean, Randy Orton's getting up there in age. Like, at the end of his career, like, just go mm-hmm. fucking flip the script and be like... I don't need it. Like, yeah. I'm just gonna go do things because I'm Randy Orton. Yeah. And that's his RKO out of nowhere. Vince. <laughs> yes. Yes. Only. Uh, but um, I think it's good for him. Pretty sure he's just using it as leverage to be like, hey, you should give me a lot more money because I could do. Um, also, this coming Saturday, um, AEW has their final pay-per-view of the year, which is Full Gear. Um, so that card, uh, we've got some interesting matches going on. Um, we have Chris Jericho versus Cody for the AEW World Championship, which also we'll get into more later. But <laughs> Cody this past week on AEW um, on Wednesday had uh, talked about that if he doesn't win the match then he is not allowed to challenge for the world championship ever again. Ever again? Ever again. Ever, ever? I mean, you know, wrestling is. Yeah. You know, people have retired, and then, like, the next mm-hmm. week, they're like, back! <laughs> or they've been fired, and then a month later, they're like, ha There's a loophole. <laughs> There's always Somewhere. A There's always a loophole. If there isn't, <laughs> they'll make one. Uh, we also have John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. Uh, which, in my opinion, is the match I'm most excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, it's an unsanctioned Lights Out match. So it will not be reflected in their records. Yeah, mm-hmm. which AEW's made pretty clear that's a big thing. Um, we also have the Young Bucks versus Santana and Ortiz. We have the AEW Tag Team Championship match, which I will say most likely will still the night. We have SCU versus Lucha Bros versus Private Party. Mm-hmm. We also have the AEW Women's Championship with Riho versus Sakura, who is uh, Riho's mentor. She's the lady that uh, comes out dressed up like pretty Mercury. Mercury. And it makes me very excited. And did you see her this week? <laughs> she was a little yes. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm so good. Uh, um, Emi Sakura. We also have uh, Adam Kingman Page versus Pac. Or Pac. <laughs> Joey Janela versus Sean Spears. And we have Dr. Brooke Baker versus Bea Priestley. Which something I found out about Bea Priestley, which um, I believe was at the last pay-per-view. She was the one that caused the ruckus. She got in a fight with someone backstage. Uh, uh, she knows old move. A move. The move. Yeah. Uh, but apparently she is with Will Osprey. And I did not know that. Well. And I found that very interesting. Isn't that something? So there's uh, some... A little tidbit of knowledge for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all in all, though, probably going to be a stellar pay review. I'm very excited for this Saturday. I'm very excited. I'm off this Saturday as well. I'm going to get drunk and I'm going to watch it. It's going to be a good time. But yeah, I think that wraps it up for the news this week. And someone else has something they'd like to throw in there. Surprise news. Nothing that I can think of. But you know me, I'll think of something in about 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <Huh. laughs> hey, there's a thing. Um, so, wrestling this week kind of plays off of wrestling last week, which we didn't, we had things going on, we have lives outside of this podcast. Right. Um, but so, as we said earlier, NXT Invaded SmackDown had a lot of good matches, a lot of good things going on. Um, but that kind of tumbles into Raw this past Monday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where NXT again invades this time it wasn't let's say as much of a surprise but like Triple H you see at the beginning like he rolls in and he's got cars with him and he's talking to him so like you know the NXT roster is there <laughs> yeah oh yeah um but uh, had a lot of interesting things happening on this um so I think obviously the main part we all want to talk about, which is the ending, is, um, so Adam Cole actually on SmackDown the Friday beforehand had a fought Daniel Bryan for the NXT Championship and won mm-hmm. in a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it was like one of those matches where like a couple of times you were like, oh shit, Daniel Bryan's gonna take it. And then, right? <laughs> I know, I was like, I was like no, John's like, they're, they're not gonna. I'm like, why well, watch them? Shut up! Yeah. Yeah. It would be so cool for Daniel Bryan to go back to NXT because when he was in NXT, it wasn't what it is now. Right. Like, it was like, for him to go back to what it is now would be. It's like Finn Balor. It was kind of like a reality show. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they brought him out every week on Ron SmackDown. They're like, you're going to do this stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so Seth Rollins comes out um, to kind of start off this whole segment for the night where he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I lost my belt to the Fiend of Crown Jewel, but whatever. I'm more upset that Brock Lesnar's back. And I have to say, Are you? Is that what you're more upset about? I have a hard time. I have to say, in the, in the deepest part of my gut, I have this terrible feeling that we're going to get like six more months of Brock Lesnar uh, versus Seth Rollins. Uh. Right? Like, does you want to have this weird feeling? <laughs> and like, last year, yeah, that was fun. We all wanted Brock to lose the belt. So if won it, we're like, yeah, no. Kind of ruins, or Seth's ruined Seth. I'm not sure who's to blame for that. But whatever. I'm done with it. Please stop showing it. <laughs> but Triple H ends up interrupting him. Um, and he comes out, and he's like, hey... Basically, I feel like he's like, don't forget where you came from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hoot, hoot. 
Um, and he's like, you know, you're either with us or against us. You should probably just join us. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're all just there in the ring, and then uh, Undisputed Era comes out, and then the OC ends up coming out, chases Undisputed Era away, and then uh, the OC ends up getting attacked by um, Dominic Chukovic uh, um, and Damian Priest, uh, and then all the jobbers from the Raw locker room come out because. That's what we use them for. Yeah, yeah. They're just out there. They're just back there waiting. I didn't recognize Kurt Hawkins at first because he has his hair in a ponytail. And it's, also, I haven't seen him in a few months. Oh my God, so he's still like, alive. Yeah. But how many even back, man? But after all of that, by the way, Rollins and Triple H are still in the ring. Just kind of watching the belt way up. Right. Um, afterwards, Rollins is like, yo, this is raw. It's not like SmackDown with their depleted roster. And I was like, first off, that's not their fault. <laughs> yeah. Like, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> but anyways, um, and he's like, I want to fight Adam Cole tonight. <laughs> and so uh, later in the night, uh, we obviously get the match. It's actually made a bit of the night. Um, for the NXT Championship, Seth Rollins versus Adam Cole. I do have to say, though, as many issues as we've had with Seth Rollins the past few months, um... This was a really good match. I don't think it was as good as the Daniel Bryan match. Mm-hmm. But I do have to say it was a really good match, and I'd love to see them fight again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Match ends up ending on a DQ. Um, Undisputed Era comes out and interferes, and then big brawl between all the rosters. Yada, 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 yada. All the rosters. <laughs> Here come the rosters. All the rosters. Here come the rosters. Um... I do have to say, though, uh, adding NXT to Survivor Series, because that's kind of the route we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hate it, but I hope this doesn't take from take away from War Games, because as far as I know, oh, they're yeah. still doing TakeOver. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little confused. Well, see, and I wondered about that with them moving SmackDown to Friday nights. And then NXT being the third brand, if they were still going to do takeovers, what does that do to Mania Weekend with Access, Hall of Fame, TakeOver? Usually being on Smackdown. Friday. Yeah, yeah SmackDown's on Friday now, so do you move TakeOver to Thursday night? Do you put the Hall of Fame Thursday night? SmackDown mm-hmm. Friday, TakeOver Saturday? That's and then you've got Access in there somewhere, but I guess it's more during... Daddy? I don't I know mean, how long it I'm lasts. I'm a little confused as to how they're going to do it for Survivor Series just because so like again as far as I've heard regardless of how they're doing it if, if for whatever reason they just kind of make it one big thing instead mm-hmm. of doing a takeover which I'd be so pissed but so you have your women's board games match mm-hmm. which I'm so excited for but Shane's in that, and so regardless if you're doing it all together or you're doing TakeOver and then Survivor Series, Shayna's either going to have to fight Saturday night and then again on Sunday because she's in a mm-hmm. match against uh, Becky Lynch and Bayley for Survivor Series, mm-hmm. or she's going to have to fight the same night in a War Games match. Now somebody, there was somebody from NXT who had to do it. Who was that? It was somebody who... They had to wrestle at TakeOver, and then they showed up to... They were on the main paper, the main roster paper. I think paper that might have been so. Adam No, they don't do TakeOver for the Rumble. Do they? No. Who was yeah, it? Yeah, they do. No, yeah, they do. 
It might have been Adam Cole. I don't remember. It was somebody maybe no. last year, though. No, Adam about. Cole hasn't had a ricochet, maybe? Ricochet and Alistair Yeah. Black. You know what? It was. It was. Because they did take over, and then they were in the... Uh... I forget which match they were. But yeah, I think it was those two. That was begging me. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> but I just remember thinking, like, how exhausted are you? Like, come right. Monday morning. And then if you have to do Raw, it's like... And SmackDown. Yeah, my name's Tuesday. It's uh, but just some other random things that happened on Raw. Um, Brock Lesnar tried to step to Jerry Lawler. He's like, you know everything. And he was searching for Rey Mysterio. <laughs> he could not find Rey Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Jerry, you know everything. Where's Rey Mysterio? And I was like, that's really random. <laughs> and then Dio Madden tried to stand up to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and get, ended, up, ended up getting his ass F5 through a table. Yeah. Big motherfucker, though. He's, oh god, he's yeah, we dwarfed, have to say like, that he dwarfed Brock Lesnar, yeah. and I was like, Jesus. He's gigantic. Um, tall. He's not as broad. Uh, but after that, um, Rey Mysterio ends up coming out and, uh, beat him up with a hollowed out baseball bat. I'm not really sure what that was. Like, he kept pointing the baseball bat during his promo, and you could tell yeah. there was nothing inside, and I was like, you shouldn't do that. Now I can tell it's not Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just lost me. You just lost me. You lost me. Um, another thing that I really liked, which I've actually heard well, watching it live, uh, I feel like me and Mr. Business and Jeff Jasper, we all disagreed on this, um, the Shayna Baszler and Becky Lynch promo. I really liked it. They, on the other hand, I think did not. Yeah, it was awkward. Um... Awkwardly yeah. shot. The, the actual yeah, the yeah, ending yeah, where they yeah. both stand up. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. awkward, but the actual content. Of it, yeah, it was you know, fine. Like, it was I liked okay. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm. Oh. I'm. I'm very particular. I'm. I'm snobby about people on the mic. A bit of a mic snob. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say so. As far as speaking, I think Becky is leaps and bounds better than Shayna. Oh, yeah. And I would say that I've never considered Shayna really a talker. Yeah, but well, yeah, and she's that's... intimidating. A little bit. Okay. And so that's why I'm excited about this. I'd rather just see Shayna and Becky fight than adding Bailey into it, but <laughs> I understand it's Survivor Series, so everyone's gotta be involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I really liked it. I loved it. I thought that she was hot fire. Hot fire. Hot fire. I just, I don't know. I dig it. Becky's trying to be a badass but bitch. Shayna is kind of a badass bitch. She's terrifying. Yeah. But it'll definitely be interesting. Um, we were trying to figure out how that match is going to play out because I think we kind of assumed that Bailey would take the pin. But with Shayna having to wrestle war games, whether it's that same night or the night before, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting though. Let's see your I love Becky, but I kind of like to see your beach show, Becky. <laughs> yeah. It, it's... I think the Becky... As much as I love Becky, I think the Becky things run its course. And so I think there are a lot of people who are like secretly like, oh, it'd be funny to watch Becky get her ass handed to her. Yeah. I think Becky... Well, by somebody's dominating is a Shayna. Yeah. I mean... 
Really the Candice LeRae came out and was like, I'm gonna beat Becky's ass and did it and be like, this is not believable. Sorry. And like, I love Candice. Oh, yeah, Candace yeah. Candice is a much better wrestler than Becky is. Yeah. But at the same time, like, where she hasn't, I feel like, quite found her footing in NXT yet, it'd mm-hmm. be really weird. <laughs> very weird. Too weird. Very, very weird. <laughs> uh, but definitely, um, hmm. just talking about the sort of invasion things, from what they've done so far, I've really enjoyed it. From SmackDown to Raw, I like the NXT roster being featured. Mm-hmm. And um, even going on to NXT, I like what they've done there with that. I definitely do agree with you, though, that this is going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it should be a thing. Oh, no. You can't do this every week. Yeah. Well, you know, they did the. They went through a run of gauntlet matches. They went through a run of Iron Man matches. They went through a run of, uh, oh, the, what is it, the... False Count Anywhere? False Count Anywhere. The six women... Um, the tag matches. <laughs> yeah, six women tag matches. That, that's that wasn't even just thing. the women's. That was just... It just <laughs> yeah, six-man six tag, yeah. Four weeks of this. Yeah. It, it's just... They definitely have phases. I just... I'm curious to know, and I'm certain it'll come out here in a month or two, whether this maybe started early just because of the Saudi Arabia thing, or if this was the original plan all along. Just because I feel like if you're going to do an invasion, you should wait just a tiddly bit longer. Mm-hmm. Like, Survivor Series is at the end of November. It's yeah. the weekend before Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. 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 So They've with- got a lot of matches that they need to develop for, though, so I give them props for starting early. At least you have build-up towards matches. That's true. That's not something that we're used to having. Typically, they don't do that very well. And and because in WWE's mind, build-up to matches is already doing the match a handful of times before it's on a pay-per-view. And that's not how you build up a match. No. <laughs> like, that's so true. It's I mean, if you throw the two those two people who are going to be against each other in, like, a six-man, you know... Elimin- like tag team elimination match or you know whatever whatever you want to do just don't pit them against each other in the same fucking matches they're going to have pay-per-view because that takes all the magic out of the pay-per-view you can match build a, you can build a storyline without actually having a match yeah because <laughs> then it's like yeah I have a network but why am I going to watch this match that I've already seen five times <laughs> prime example Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ's time oh, Jesus yeah Oh, man. Even then, the build-up to WrestleMania, I don't think they actually had a match. But then after that, we had, like, 12 matches. Which I, progressively got better, but the match that we ended with should have been the match that was at WrestleMania. <laughs> you know, I, if I could not even get paid to do... If I could just hang around them, whoever is making these decisions... A little decisions, just to pitch ideas and, just, and be like... Just to go, what are you doing? What are you doing? Just I just want to make them think bit. twice about it. Are you sure... I think they get an idea, and they put it down on paper, and they just go with it. I feel like it's whoever comes up with the idea first, and they're like, we'll go with that. Yeah. Did you even, like, see if there was another idea? Nope. No need. No. Good shit. Um, but about the last thing, really, I'd like to talk about, Rome, if someone else has anything they'd like to talk about, um, is uh, AJ Styles and OC versus Street Profits and Humberto Carrillo's. Mm-hmm. Just because Humberto. I love that guy. He's the so devils. good. 
Dimples for days. Dimples for days. But no, he's really good. Yes. And I can't wait to see him do more. Yeah. Like, it's just amazing. And the Street Profits are also amazing. I love them. I love Which, them. By now, like, I guess, aren't they on Raw? Like, they're on Raw now? Yep. Yeah. So, I'm kind of curious to see, like, what this whole NXT SmackDown Raw is you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who they end up. Like, yeah, are they going to yeah. help out the NXT brethren, or are they going to... Because they literally just got moved, like... Yeah. Which I like having them on a different night than Private Party on AEW. Because it's like, it's kind of, yeah. I mean, I say they're the same team. I actually like Street Profits more than Private Party. Oh, because I don't like dude's hair. <laughs> you know what I'm talking I don't even have to say who I'm talking about. I don't like The one guy that doesn't have the shape then. Yeah. So, yeah. I have it's to say, not for me. The, the gimmick is almost the same. Private Party are way better wrestlers. I don't know if I'd say that. If way they better do, wrestlers. they edge them out by a little bit. I think, no. ah. They're way better wrestlers. Both all around. Angelo Dawkins is garbage. In the room. He's not the worst. No, he's not good. No, no. Between the two. But, but see, that's how I feel about... I don't know. Private Party... They just seem like they're, I don't know, I'm going to say like they're just going through the motions. They just don't have... They're the, young also. They they're just like don't 21. have the personality. Nobody has the personality that Montez Ford has. Yeah, I like That's, Montez Ford. He's... I, I wish he was on his own, because... I guess perhaps as far as the gimmick goes, mm-hmm. that Street Profits do better, but the actual wrestling private party does better. Yeah. If Montez Ford has some jump ship, which I don't think will, went to AEW. He should be the leader. Right? Like, because he's really fucking good at wrestling. He's perfect. Especially for somebody with zero wrestling experience. Like, I'll give it to him. He's good as fuck. Like, street, I mean. So what we're really do profit. is, like, do a private party street. Private profit. Building the private profit. <laughs> a street party. Street party. We went white collar with it. Private profits. We're not making street profits I just profits feel like anymore. for some reason that no. sounds like a private eye agency. <laughs> private profits. We will uh, uncover all of your Jesus answers that you need. I just feel like it's a big conglomerate like Ooh. Amazon. <laughs> Do you guys watch Bojack? Like White Whale? I have not watched. Didn't they just come out with a new season? Yes. Yeah, I didn't watch them. Uh, I've watched, I think, the first four or five episodes. The last season. It's the final season. But it's... God, the first few it's episodes. It's the final season? The first few episodes. So well, like, uh, yeah. It's like that... Project you, Horseman's really weird, because it's a really good show, and it's really funny, but at the same time, you're like, shit. It's, <laughs> it's so real. It's so real. Like, that, that hit me in a place I didn't want to be hit. I forget that these are mostly cartoon animal characters. Yeah. And a lot of it, especially last season. Oh Jesus Christ! There were a lot of the Princess Carolyn stuff. I just I had a hard time watching it, and I was just like, like, you know, get up in the morning, and I'm like, oh, watch an episode of BoJack before I go to work and have a cereal, and then I'm like crying in my bowl. <laughs> What's that? It's cereal without milk with my tears. <laughs> so cereal, <laughs> swimming in my tears. Okay. What a 
Extra <laughs> wrestling. Oh yeah. Um, actually, I I did buy it. There's um two other things I talk about on Raw. One thing just just for the cheeky funness of it. Um, so the Viking Raiders uh bought some jobbers called East Hampton Polo Boys, and I, I just want to know who came up with the idea for that. It's because they were on Strong Island. You know that, that's fine, but at the same time, really, <laughs> you could have called them Strong Island. I would have been much, much more okay with that. <laughs> but you went with the East Hampton Polo Boys, <laughs> and they had polo shirts and like sweaters tied around. Like, polo boy. Literally, I don't remember which one. Some of the Viking Raiders suplexed the other guy, and the other guy like rolled out of his tied sweater around his neck, and I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck, like?" Regardless, also it was announced. But are the Viking Raiders still undefeated on the main roster? <laughs> well, I mean, when you're fighting the East Hampton, it's like, yeah. Um, but the last thing, um, which is the more serious thing, is that uh, Rey Mysterio versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship <sighs> was announced for Survivor Series. So I am kind of curious how they're gonna do that, because. What I think at this point now they've announced that uh, the tag match will be Undisputed Era versus versus the Revival versus the Viking Raiders. Yep. Um, it's Shayna versus Bailey versus Becky. Yep. Um, I'm not sure if it's been confirmed or not yet, but there were rumors going around that it's going to be AJ versus Shinsuke versus Roderick Strong. But I also <clears throat> heard a rumor that. Shinsuke might be dropping the belt at some point to Daniel Bryan between that and Survivor Series. Yeah, but so but the rumor being that there's going to be a mid-card title match. So, like, you're doing Brock versus Ray, so then who's going to fight Adam Cole? Who's going to fight Adam Cole, but also who's going to fight Bray? Like, what are we doing there? I hope it's not Adam Cole versus Bray. I feel like it's real weird and odd. You yeah, no. I don't Ray want Adam Cole. Ray is not Cole the guy to... you want in an exhibition barn burner match. Like, yeah. No. Uh, I don't. I don't want Adam Cole anywhere near the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. No. Kind of back away. Nope. You. Just let that be Seth's thing, because <laughs> Seth can burn it down, and then the next time we're on, we can pretend it never happened. <laughs> never acknowledge that it happened. Never. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? That's, that's how it works on the main roster. I guess. I guess. Well, I wish okay. that's how life works. <laughs> so, scooting right along, let's talk about better wrestling. Hey! Let's talk about NXT and AEW. Uh, any preference on what goes first? Well, let's, uh, let's stick with WWE for a second. Let's, uh, let's talk about NXT. Um, so, just because we're talking about innovation angles... Um, <laughs> The show actually starts off with AJ Styles and the OC. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, they end up attacking Undisputed Era at the beginning of it, and they come out, and they're like, we're taking over NXT. Mm-hmm. Lay on words there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they take, take over. over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, so, they're coming out, and they're like, we're taking over. <laughs> also, I have to say, I was very excited to see them on NXT, though, because I always it wish they so, had gone through NXT. It was so weird to see them in that ring. And and I've seen AJ in street clothes before, but seeing him, and I think maybe, I don't know if usually his shirts are tighter or, like, what, but We're for some reason, shirts. It looked like, he looked like 
if he and Luke Gallows had a baby. For some reason, he looked more Luke Gallowsy than I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was. It was something about his face and his hair. But, uh, but yeah. So they're out there talking a bunch of shit, and who comes out? Tommaso Champa. Oh, God, I got so excited. Like, Daddy's home. Daddy's home. I know. Daddy's like, home. Uh, I feel that tingly feeling in my metaphorical balls. I was so excited. <laughs> Speaking of balls, uh, yeah, AJ was like, I don't think you have enough balls to take us on. So more balls came out. This <laughs> about comes two more sets of balls. <laughs> one on Matt Riddle and one set on, not one, one. One set on senior. Matt Riddle. He's just, he's a hole in one ball. Um, <laughs> one set on Matt Riddle and the other set on the one and only Keith Lee. Oh, God. He's such a big dude. He's so good. I mean, they're all so good, but I, I'm so excited to see this. I cannot lie. Also, I was waiting, you know, Tomas and Jabu was like, I forget what he said, of course, about enough balls <laughs> and Matt Riddle's like <laughs> like pointing at his crotch I'm like thank you for doing the obvious thing that we all want you to do I also did really like the point because in a Champa's promo at some point he says something about a you know invasion angles he was like you know we left the door open mm-hmm. and I was like oh, shit Yes, you did NXT. You did leave the door open. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking come on. You're pretty bitch. And I'm like, yes, NXT. Like, I mean, they basically went to SmackDown, went to Raw, and were just like, pow, and just went and smacked them in the face, and then stepped back with their arms out. They were like, come, come on, on, bro. Come on. I, I like the idea that it seemed like they were inviting the fight. Like, oh, we're not yeah. being invaded. Like, come on. Come on. Come the fuck on, bitch. Uh, oh, so yeah, Tommaso was uh, welcoming them. To, welcoming the OC to the main roster. Uh, I love that whole like angle they play with that. I know. Um, see, this is how you tell the story. Champa's so good. He is. Champa oh, Champa. So good. I go back and forth. He's a beast. I call him Champa yes. for the last time. I love following him on Instagram and watching the videos of like his little girl running around. It's so cute. It's kind of weird. It like, not, it's cute, but at the same time, I'm like, ah, I'm so used to you being like a intense wrestling guy that, like, seeing you with your daughter well, is very awkward. And he looks like an extra from The Hobbit. Like, he's, like, one of the dwarves. <laughs> like, didn't I watch you wrecking Bilbo's house? Him and Puck. Him and Puck. house? In The Hobbit. Bilbo's house. <laughs> <laughs> um. Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really, really loved the opening segment. I thought it was very good. They ended up announcing, um, for the main event, they're gonna have a six-man tag match with AJ Styles and the OC versus, uh, Ciampa, Riddle, and Lee. Um, first match of the night, though, was Pete Dunne versus Damian Priest. Uh, which I have to say, you know, good match. Um, I still don't know how I feel about Damian Priest. It, John was, like, all, like, basically just horse-laughing at Damian Priest. Because I think he, that was the first time he was paying attention. <laughs> to like the gimmick and all that, who's like, are you fucking serious? The gimmick is so bad. Dude, it's so bad. Like I really want to like him, but at the same time, I feel like the gimmick, which I will give him credit, he's trying to do his in-ring work around the gimmick to make it a thing. But I'm like, it's bad. It's bad, man. It's just bad. Oh. But the match ends up uh, ending because um, 
or well, uh, Pete Dunn ends up getting this mission, but uh, after match, Killian Dane comes out and attacks Dunn, and Priest tries to be like, "Yo, man, if anyone's gonna beat him up after the match, it's gonna be me." And Killian Dane just murdered him. <laughs> Murder. Moida. Um, also, uh, so for the women's uh, War Games match, um, it's basically uh, Team uh, Rhea Ripley versus Team Shayna Baszler. Uh, Rhea's chosen so far Tina Knox and Candice LeRae, um, and Shayna chose Bianca Belair and Io Shirai. Um, we also have uh, a match with Tayanara versus Santana Garrett. Pretty good. I have to say, um, this was actually a Santana's debut match on NXT. I don't like her walkout or her cape thing, but she put on a hell of a match. Her and Tynara did. Tynara's been a lot better here recently. I like her. I like her whole thing with being a black belt. I just wish they would let her use it more. Didn't they like just totally drop her? Did they totally drop her last name? They did. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what her last name was. Conti. 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 Mm. Yes. Because I was just used to saying it all together. <laughs> like it was one. <laughs> Tainara Conti. Uh, so definitely a good showing for both of them. I'm curious to see uh, what Santana does next. Um, and Tainara. She's going to end up being really good. I think she just, she's got to get there. But this match was definitely a great showing for her. He looks like fucking Dwalin. That's who he looks like. Tommaso Ciampa looks like Dwalin the Dwarf. If we ever uh, play recast it again. That's yeah. what we're doing. Like, I think if you shave your face, you look like Graham McTavish. Um, so after that, we had um, the NXT Women's... Uh, it's not a championship match. Um, Shayna Baszler versus Dakota Kai. Um, mm-hmm. So Good with match. that... Shayna Baszler ends up winning by submission, but I will give Dakota Kai this. I don't hate Dakota Kai, but she's just okay in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was a really good match. This was a really great match, and I will give her that. Not that she has not great matches, but so far in NXT, and I know she's had a lot of issues with injuries and things like that. Mm-hmm. But to me, she hasn't quite like shown how good she is. This, to me, showed... She can do great things. Yeah. I just don't know if you're like... I mean, I understand you're like the kick girl and you do kicks. And I'm like, you can't have a whole character around kicking. Yeah. Let's maybe try to delve a little deeper. <laughs> Find something else. Yeah. I mean, you can have one of your signature moves as a kick. Like the super kick. Or a heel kick. But you know what? Shawn Michaels wasn't the king of kicks. Yeah. <laughs> no. You can do it for like, other things. He had... Other things. <laughs> He's a, he was just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. <laughs> just a sexy boy. He didn't go by the heartbreak kick. He went by the heartbreak <laughs> kick. The heartbreak Although kick. Although she did that, I would When I was a little kid, I thought that was that move was called the heartbreak kick. But it that was <laughs> like music. six. So. If you ever want to see the heartbreak kick, uh, watch the first about 10-15 minutes of Winter Soldier. <laughs> Captain America literally is fucking just just kicking everybody. Like this is Next, Sparta, a literal heartbreak. I watched it in theaters, so I, I didn't really notice it. First time, John and I had been dating for like I don't know a month maybe, and he got it on Blu-ray when it came out, and he brought it over and we watched it, and I was just like, 
Like he did it, and then he did it again, and I'm like, and then he did it again, and like, and again, and then by like the fourth time, I was like, he's just fucking chest kicking me. Like everybody, he's he's like, holy shit. So we backed it up and started it again, and we started counting them, and after about six or seven, we were just like, oh, okay. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Oh my god. Who knew Captain America, king of the chest kick? He's the heartbreak kick. Literally exploding hearts <laughs> with his superhuman kiss yeah. to the chest. Um, but so five point foot exploding heart technique <laughs> that'll kill little Captain America crossover. Yeah. Um, but so the match is <laughs> Dakota Kai ends up tapping out. Scarlet Widow's a bride. Um, after the match, uh, Jessamine Duke and uh, Marina Shapir end up coming out. They attack uh, Dakota Kai. Also, I just have to say like. Jasmine Duke just, to me, looks like... Crackhead. Crackhead. Straight yes. crackhead. Like, I'm pretty I sure I saw her crack. at Big Lots earlier. Nah. Ah. Can I get a picture? And she's like, what? You're like... <laughs> she's like, hang on, let me put my crack pipe in my pocket. Like, obviously, I'm certain she's never done crack. Maybe she has. I don't know. But well, I'm going to assume the assumption that she hasn't. But she just straight up looks like a gangly crackhead. Like, she does look like a gangly crackhead. And I... I watched, uh, I watched Total Divas. I'm not ashamed. Fuck it. I've been watching, I went back and started watching season one, episode one, and now it's in the middle of season five. Um, but I watched the current episodes as they come out, and every time they show Ronda Rousey, like, at home, Jessamine Duke, either her or Marina Shafir are at her house, sometimes both of them, but Jessamine Duke literally looks like somebody she dragged in off the street. That's just Jessamine. I also and I get you know you're at your friend's house and you're just being yeah. comfy or whatever, but she like also looks, right now <laughs> she looks like she hasn't showered in like three weeks. I feel like I can smell you through the screen. Look, you look like a straight up ragamuffin. <laughs> but um, <laughs> also she has the face of somebody who does a lot of pills. Right, like I so. maybe maybe it's more pilly than it is crackheady, but some sort of drugs. Bean. Where are my pills at? <laughs> she actually She's looks... kind of trash at MMA, too. So so the sleazy one is showing us uh, pictures of her in the octagon in her UFC or MMA fighting. She looks better in there. <laughs> A PNG tease for advertising? Mugshot. That looks like a mugshot. She looks better, though, in MMA gear. Like, I feel like it might just be where she's wearing the t-shirts. Regular clothes. Yeah, I mean, there she looks like Matt Riddle. (laughs) (laughs) Like, from the chest down. (laughs) But yeah, she looks fine there. She doesn't look nearly as crackheady as she does in normal clothes. Right. And there she looks like an elf. Also from Lord of the Rings, because that's a theme. Fucking throw her in there. (laughs) That's gonna be the next recast it, by the way. We're gonna Lord we're gonna do some Tolkien. She looked like Legolas. Mm-hmm. Female Legolas. No, she just looks like Legolas. Not speaking of Legolas. <laughs> I don't know. So uh those two come out and attack Dakota Kai. Um so then uh Rhea Ripley comes out, um, and then uh her in um Jesus, Candace and Tegan Knox come out. To make the save, and then Io Shirai and Bianca Belair ball inside them. <laughs> um, so Dakota Kai, the whole thing they built up. You're still going. Look at his fucking arms, man. That looks photoshopped. 
Yeah. Uh, Looks like she worked out that one arm really hard. Beat off. <laughs> Lady in the water. Anyone? Anyone? Seen it? Seen it? Seen it? Seen it? In that show. Yeah. Where the one guy like has a super buff arm because he only works it out for like a science experiment <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Any losers. Yeah, Io Shirai and Bianca Belair come out and blindside uh, Ray Ripley, uh, Candice LeRae, and uh, Tegan Knox. And then, so, this whole thing they've built up is that Dakota Kai is trying to show uh, Ray Ripley, and she's like, hey, I can be a part of your team. I'm a fucking hard fighter. I'm not afraid of Shane Baszler anymore. She got pretty fucked up in this match, though, but ultimately, Mia Young comes out and just starts fucking up everyone with a kendo stick. <laughs> Everyone with a kendo stick. It was amazing. I love Medium. I don't believe by the end of this that they. Actually, maybe they did. I don't think they announced that Medium would be the final pick for uh, Rhea Ripley's team, but I feel like definitely she's going to be. Um, but regardless, I will say at the end of this, uh, you see Medium and uh, Rhea Ripley together in the ring at the end, and I. Told them that I thought they would make a beautiful lesbian couple. Me and him and. Rhea Ripley. Yeah. I don't know. Once, yeah. Once yeah. a little street was a little rock and roll, and I was like, yeah. I get behind it. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. A little bit. <laughs> you know, I, I I was excited when it, when Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai came out together two weeks ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was two weeks ago for a match. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah. And then Tegan came out with Rhea this week because Dakota had that other match with Shayna. And I was just like, oh. No. Oh. <laughs> Guess ruining my lesbian shipping. <laughs> Get my lesbian couples together. <laughs> Get together. But like this. But, but with scissors. But scissors. <laughs> Cannot lie, though, super excited for this women's War Games match. And I'm so glad. I mean, obviously, War Games is an NXT thing, but I'm so glad they're doing the NXT Women's Division because it's so good. Oh, yeah. They've definitely got the talent to do it. It's going to be fun. I mean, if they were doing this on, like, Raw or SmackDown, I'd be like, oh. Yeah, I'd be like, this is, like, half the people are going to get hurt. (laughs) Yeah. And Um, then they're going to pull in Trish Stratus and... Like, come on. Which also would be like, that's kind of cool, but at the same time, be like, how dare you can pull this off. So. I get that you want to be part of a first, but also there are women actually on the roster who want to be part of it, so quit taking their spots. I need you to calm down. <laughs> yeah. I need you to sit down, Trish. Uh, sit down. Um, but also, uh, Tommaso Ciampa says he's shown in his final member of his board games team, and find out who that is. Uh, we have Angel Garza versus Tony Nese, which Angel Garza wins. I have to say, I do like, oh, well, I like both of them, but Angel Garza, I like that guy. He makes a pretty good heel. He's very pompous and Latino and maybe. But Tony Nese, two, four, six. Yeah, why why, why did he have to do that? <laughs> Eight reasons why I'm gonna win tonight, or whatever the fuck you say. Here's eight reasons not to look at my giant head. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what you should say. You have a big noggin, Tony. We know. We know. Pretty big. We know. It's like if I just draw their attention down here. It's not that we want to stare. It's just taking up a lot of our line of sight. <laughs> it's just big. <laughs> it just gets in the way of like net further things. And then yeah, I actually guess um, that Ripley did end up choosing me as the fourth member. 
Um, and the cook has her said about it, but you know, me and Wait. out with a kind of stick. Okay, so there's only four of them in total. Rhea Ripley, Miriam, Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae. Yeah, I don't think Shayna's made her final picks right now. It's just Shayna, Candice LeRae, or no. Shayna, Bianca Belair. And Io Shirai. Yeah, Io Shirai. Okay. Okay. Um, we had Dominic Djokovic. Sorry. Djokovic. Yeah, Djokovic. completely poked myself in the eye <laughs> with my sleeve. Which threw oh God. <laughs> yeah, so he had a match against I see a Swerp Scott. I don't like sleeping my eye, Jakovic. <laughs> Ironically enough, he defeats him with a feast your ass. <laughs> I can only feast the one eye. <laughs> Dominic. <laughs> the other one's full of sleeve. <laughs> or sleep, as I like to say. One sleeve. So, uh... And they announced that next week Medium is going to face Yushirai in a ladder match uh, for advantage in the Warriors match. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what the advantage will be, but there will be an advantage. I am seriously blind in this one. <laughs> very dry now and upsetting. Yeah, it'll go back to normal eventually. It's just got to re-lubricate. It's just like... <laughs> yeah. So the then, stinging uh, will go away. <laughs> <laughs> so the most exciting part of the night... Um, we have Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, and Chapa versus DOC, and an incident no contest. Mm. But we all know, we all know who's for good reason. Mm-hmm. So basically, what happens is the match goes great match. Um, so it looks like Chapa's getting ready to put Styles away, um, but then he's interrupted by who's walkout music? Finn's walkout music. Um, and Finn comes out, he hits a uh, Matt Riddle with a 1916. Um, basically what happens, and I mean, if it, I don't know how they would do it, but if they did do it, it'd be amazing. Basically, they've teased this whole sort of bullet club reunion thing. Because uh-huh. AJ's in the ring, there's at the two suite, Finn does the finger guns, which is the original, like, uh-huh. the original bullet club. Bullet club. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. Bullet club is... But so, Styles ends up, you know, that all happens. Styles is like, I'm going to move the Styles Splash on Champa, and then Adam Cole stops him with a super kick. And then afterwards, Cole ends up attacking Champa, which I thought was really weird. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. you know, he's after the belt. Yeah, goalie. after goalie. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm kind of like a little confused because he came out to save him. Yeah. And then he attacked him. But anyways, afterwards, uh, Cole and Valor have a super intense stare down. He was just like, I don't want to give you next signals. I'm going to help you, but then I'm also going to take you back there. Right, like, we're on an XT, so I'm coming to help you. If anyone's going to... Basically, it's like... Brand loyalty, be, but if, also... If anyone's going to beat you up, it's going to be me. Right. <laughs> You're my bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, Nobody beats up on you, baby. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so then, uh, Champa and... Or... Cole and Valor have a really intense stare down. I mean, that's how they end uh, NXT, and I have to say that it was a fucking hell of a show. That ending was... Great show. It was good. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, also, uh, this week, AEW still beat out NXT, but NXT's gaining ground. It wasn't by very much. Well, Trips, man. it's Trips also because of SmackDown Raw. More people, they have the more interesting storyline right now. Mm-hmm. 
for sure. Very I've talked true. to a few wrestling friends at work, and they were all saying, well, this AEW thing has me intrigued, man, or this NXT TakeOver thing has me intrigued. Mm-hmm. So. Well, now they're starting to mix it up a little bit more with NXT and treating them like a third brand. Instead of putting Finn back, uh, putting Finn back over there, mm-hmm. um, and then having the OC invade. Like, I kind of would like it if the OC kind of just got like. See, that's where I'm a little confused. I just want Brock to stay far away from it. Oh yeah. Don't touch it, Brock. Unless he's gonna Next have week, a match. Brock's on NXT. <laughs> Unless he's gonna have a match like he has been with Finn and AJ and stuff like yeah. that. Daniel Bryan. Which Survivor Series past couple years of. Actually gone pretty well for Bronx, well, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was Daniel Bryan and then AJ. AJ. And then before that was Finn. Yeah. Did he fight Finn at Survivor Series though? I don't think he did. Oh well, he's fought the three of them and it's been fantastic. Yeah. He does well with little guys, <laughs> which is why the Ray Mysterio match is intriguing. That's good. Yeah. That's actually probably gonna be pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah, well. I'm just curious as to whether. That, on Raw, when he sold the fucking shot with the belt. That would go backflip. <laughs> that was great. I have to yeah. say though, I feel like definitely for one thing, I don't, I don't want to say it's just a respect thing, but like him and Ray have worked together before, and they're like veterans in the business, so I feel like mm-hmm. he's like for you, Ray. Yeah. For you. <laughs> for you, I will. But I'm a little confused, like about how, like they're teasing this Bullet Club reunion, which I'm definitely here for. We've been here for that for like since they all got to WWE. Oh yeah. I'm just a little confused as to how they're going to do it if Finn's on NXT and mm-hmm. they're all on Raw. They get moved to fucking NXT, dude. No, that's Why what I was going to That's what I was going to say. If yeah. you put them all on NXT, that'd be fantastic. Versus yeah. Undisputed Era? Oh, dude. If they oh, did that apparently, at games, apparently, oh. they, apparently they pitched that <clears throat> for Survivor Series, but they can't because the tag matches like Undisputed Era is doing. I'm saying that at TakeOver itself. You do a war games could, match four on uh-huh. four. Although, uh, from what I heard, AJ pitched that himself. He was like undisputed era versus the club, and I was like, uh huh, yes, yes please, yes please, yes please. Well, I just went to myself in excitement. <laughs> can, can I have some more, please? <laughs> Fanatics, we are gonna scoot right along to AEW. Boot scooting. We're boot scooting and boogieing on over to the AEW. Woo! So starting off the show, <laughs> the Texas showdown. Roman's boy. Why is that not like a, a stipulation match? The Texas showdown. We're gonna have ourselves Texas showdown. <laughs> what does that involve exactly? I'm not sure. But what, what does that would entail? You have it involve? Shovels. <laughs> um, <laughs> like how many mini good punch in the, but, under a minute? Like all participants wearing uh, cowboy boots instead. <laughs> Um, something with a lasso. I don't know. Just stand like hands and style. Your opponent instead of yes, no, no pinfalls or submissions. <laughs> straight up hog time. <laughs> you tie that last knot, buddy. You win. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we think like old school uh, JBL <laughs> yeah. Bradshaw? Like back when he was yeah, the Texas Bull Rope match. I got oh, well, he yeah. had the black hair <laughs> and he was a cowboy and then he fucking went and did a APA with Farouk he's all over the place stock market millionaire <laughs> and then he like, yeah, I feel like he went away from a while like, yeah. he was a Texas tycoon character with a cowboy hat and yeah. 
And then he was doing off-color commentary. It was like, whoa! Yeah. And then he picked color him. color commentary was good. I think it was him that was the reason that Marlo Ronaldo left. Yeah. He was like, he bullied the shit out of me, and I was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> Mama effing Mia. <laughs> like, Mama Mia. <laughs> I love AEW fans. Or T- oh, shit. NXT fans. I love NXT fans and their champs. They're spot on. Mm-hmm. I've never had any... Nowadays, fans in WWE, too mature of the room is typically correct. Yeah. Like, they're booing. It's super bad. Like, <laughs> bad. Yeah. Hell in a cell. After that ending of that match, I completely agree with all their chants. We want refunds. Yeah. Restart the match. I'd be so pissed. Yeah. Oh yeah. But <laughs> sometimes want refunds. Sometimes I would say they're a little fickle. Like, yeah, I get it. I get it. True. Um, but definitely NXT. Like they're always spot on. Like they're hot fired mm-hmm. for like everything. They're like yes. Yeah. Um, but AEW starts off uh, with Pop fighting Trent from the best friends. And Pop won. <laughs> yeah. Basically. I, I love watching him wrestle. I agree, absolutely. Um, I also love that just love Orange Cassidy. Like he got involved and he got in there and doing his little not carrying kicks pop probably kicking the yeah. shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> like the ultimate disrespect. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, uh. Yeah, but then uh, we have the whole part which we talked about earlier where Cody comes out because I do want to say, though, this was a great promo. <clears throat> this was hot fire. This was intense. This was amazeballs. This is where Cody comes out and announces that uh, if he loses to Chris Jericho at uh, Full Gear, that he'll never challenge for the title again. And then never. at the end, he's basically being like, oh, he's coming for you, inner circle. But it was so good. He was so intense about it. Stupid mm-hmm. dick. Yeah. Actually, me and the, uh, the queenly one, she brought this fact up. She said that uh, the reason why she liked it was because when he called him a stupid dick, she was like, that actually sounds like two men arguing. Yeah. <laughs> I was really excited that he said dick. I mean... As adults, you can say when someone says dick on TV. Because your inner child's like, Hoo-hoo-hoo. I also heard fuck on this week's Always Sunny episode. So things nice. have changed a little bit. Things have changed. It's awesome. <laughs> Times they are a changing. But uh, definitely did love this promo. Kind of sure like listen all. Um, but I guess how they've uh done kind of the tag team thing, at least for this this uh this storyline we have going on. <clears throat> They have a tag team tournament in which SCU won to become the first ever AEW tag team champions. But Lucha... Lucha Bros. Um, they came in second, so like they were on comp- Spanish commentary, but they had like silver medals around their neck. Oh yeah, this was a, was a bronze medal match. Yeah, this was after the bronze medal, and then the person who... The team that won this um, got added to the tag match at Full Gear for the belts. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was Private Party versus Dark Order... Um, in which Private Party ends up winning, which I was super happy about. There aren't many people on AEW's roster that I straight up just am not a fan of, but I'm not a fan of Dark Order. No. I'm uh, not a fan of the Dark, 
at all. It's like boring. It's like they tried to do the ascension thing, and the ascension thing didn't work in the first place. So like, why are you? It kind of worked in NXT, but like not even. They got booed in NXT. But I, I like Victor and Connor, and I, I feel like they were at least few things. <laughs> like, kind of more often than they are now. <laughs> I think I just like Connor because he's beefy. He's beefy. And Victor reminds me of... Like, he looks like he belongs on the Venture Brothers. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time I forget it. But you're not wrong. I <laughs> know. Uh, just why it makes me laugh. But you yeah. can insert him into any adult film show. Really? Yeah. I was going to go Metalocalypse. I was going to say Metalocalypse, Oh my god, too. yes! That's it. But, um... Basically on the same track, though. It seems like Dark Horn is just, like, the generic... I don't even say supernatural, like, stable that people try to mm-hmm. do or anything like that, but, like... The weirdos? Yeah, I don't know. Those kids that are trying too hard. I do have to say, I did, like, the, different. Um, the combined move where the one guy did the, uh... What's the name of he did, he did flip off to the top turnbuckle and the bigger guy in Oh, 450. He did a 450 and then the bigger cannonball. guy um, did a cannonball at the same time so it was like a reverse effect. Oh, that, was that, shit, cool. that shit was pretty cool. I will give them that. Besides yeah. that, that was the only thing I've ever seen him do that I like. <laughs> Fucking evil Uno looks like me wrestling out there. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't want to pay to watch me wrestle. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> I know it's not going to be good. <laughs> Although I have personality in spades, the actual wrestling will probably be terrible. <laughs> uh, can't win them all. <laughs> <laughs> can't win them all. My god, if I could do both, the world would be great. Run it down. Private party ends up winning that. Um, so then we had to spend that shit full year. Um, we also then got like a uh, video package promo <laughs> from Chris Jericho. <laughs> which was so amazing. Oh, like, stupid and hilarious. Definitely my favorite part of the night, wrestling aside. Like, like they have some great matches tonight. They have some mm-hmm. good matches tonight. But like, this was my favorite part of the entire show. Who does he kiss? Sam and Guevara. Is it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he, like, kisses him on the head. He's like, uh, Sam is like, Kushiriko's always been, like, a father to me. Yeah. I just love that he, like, walks up to him at the beginning and he's like, you have two different kinds of bubbly. And he's, like, going off and Kushiriko's tones out at the table just like, what is my life? <laughs> He's like, okay, sure. Um, um, they also had a Virgil. Yes. What do they call him? Soul like, Train Soul Jones. Train? Soul yeah. Train. Anybody else pop for Virgil? I saw it. I was like, oh my god. So, Actually, yeah. Dev popped pretty hard, but he was like, why are they calling him Soul Train? It's Virgil. Oh, like, yeah. He was very upset. I know John was like, I don't remember him being called Soul Train Jones. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was different. <laughs> Uh, also, I enjoyed the old lady, Patricia oh, Bobsky. Yeah, yeah Chris's aunt's friend from church. Which, uh, we Clint suspect. He, Chris Jericho played Clint Bobsky in softball wrestling, so we were curious if that oh, was. Oh, uh, that's a nod for sure, yeah. Because that was probably his favorite part in like, the last <laughs> two years of being in WWE. He was like, we gotta do some pretty cool shit backstage. Uh, but everyone's putting Chris Jericho over in it. It's a little Christopher. So well done. Yeah, she's like, little Christopher. 
Mm-hmm. But she, she was like, I know, he's just going to kick Brody's ass. <laughs> but uh, Chris Jericho at the end, he's also in a tub at one point. He's got like a bottle of champagne. Oh, dude, that looks like the best bathroom in the world. It was so good, but he's basically at the end of it, um, he's like, you know, I wake up that day full gear. All I've got to worry about is Spanish. He says the opposite. Yeah, it starts with Cody. Yeah. He says, Cody's got to go eating, he's got to do this, that, and the other. Oh, i got to worry about the match. And drinking a little bit of the bubbly. Uh, <laughs> it was so good. I enjoyed that so much. <clears throat> so then we had a Sakura versus, or Sakura and Jimmy Hater defeating. They win. Uh, they beat Rio <laughs> and. Uh, Shauna? Shana? Shauna. Shanna. Shanna. That was a really fucking good match, though. It was, uh... Riho took the pin. I was a little confused by that. Like, Sakura. Sakura. There we go. I know, I always want to say Sakura. I knew I said wrong. I was searching the pin. I was like... That's all right. <laughs> uh, I'm forever mispronouncing Japanese names, so I'm always putting their emphasis in the wrong place. And it's just it sounds Rude. terrible. Our and English mouths, Suzuki. our English mouths just can't get around those <laughs> But she is uh, Riho's mentor. She trained her. Yeah. Yeah. One of her trainers, besides Kenny Omega. Besides that other guy. <laughs> No one would say that. It's Kenny Omega. No disrespect like that. <laughs> but, uh, she, uh, Rio ends up taking the pin. A little confused by that. I don't hate it, though. I like the Jamie Hader double wet lily. That was pretty good. <laughs> so, Jamie Hader, I think, actually debuted in AEW last week. Which she's badass. She's a really good wrestler. Oh, but she also, she's a very. Classic heel. Natural yes. heel. Like, like, natural, but it's not like she's doing anything over the top. Or, to be honest, she's no, just like mocking no. the crowd. Yeah, not really even having a character besides being just a bitch. Like, yeah. being a pompous bitch. Yeah. But besides that, like, just going off of those two things. <laughs> I love it. She makes a classic heel. It's amazing. I love it. She literally just plays the crowd. She's like, oh, Very good facial expressions. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. Like her in ring work, facial, facially. <laughs> rendering yeah. facials you know sometimes you just gotta do some facials <laughs> hey um eat on me but I also do like the uh, French lady she's pretty Shanna yeah she's good no I took French for seven years and for some reason that name I just, just what like, a very French name like Shana 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 I guarantee phonetics might mark my words. I'll never be able to pronounce that name right. It's just get used to it. Now. <laughs> Let's go in the east of it. But yeah, I do have to say, one of Riho's better matches, she had some stumbles with Nyla that I was not a fan of. Mm-hmm. I think it's not her fault. Not her fault, but I also want to say, I feel like the spots they were going for, like. Having her yeah. lift Nyla is just like... Hey, if we're going to do that, then yeah. she'd be like, Nyla, you need to jump. Yeah. A little bit higher, please. Something. Yeah. Like, you almost crushed her. Yeah. It, it was, it was <laughs> awkward and uncomfortable to watch. That Let them really, like, get in the ring and, like, work a little bit beforehand. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Something was just off about this match. But I feel like this was a really good bounce back for her. Uh, really good match. Even though she took ten. I think that made her look a little weak. A little weak. Yeah. Yep. But I do enjoy her trainer lady that comes out dressed up like Raven. It must actually It makes for happy. a good story. Yeah. I was also happy to let her get the pin. Like Rio got pinned, but uh, Sakura, Sakura, that lady. She I actually got pinned right the first time. Sakura. <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy to let her actually pin Rio. This definitely does make for a great story, but also she got all dressed up like Freddie Mercury, and I enjoyed her mustache. <laughs> so good for her. <laughs> Um, then we had Sean Spears versus Brandon Cookier. Mm-hmm. And Spears wins. Not yeah. surprised there. I feel like they just dropped the whole, uh, what happened to, um, Tully and Arn? Yeah. It? Yeah, I don't know. If that was a thing, then yeah. it was just, like, not a thing anymore. It's like, I wanted to see him fight. It's like Tully was out there with Sean, and it's just like, I hope. Right. Hope Arn shows up. <laughs> do thing. Cause it was it cause it was Sean and Brandon Cutler, so it's just like. So. I mean, I don't mean to be so flippant about Brandon Cutler. I mean, not. I'm sure he's very passionate about wrestling, but also he seems very generic with the body of Aiden English. <laughs> Who's just like not impressive. Aiden English, you know. His Rusev Day thing. He's he very. Was friends with the Young Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. But also, just like, I don't know. Just a little generic for me. He's got to find something. Mm-hmm. Something special. Flash on to you. Yeah. And I'm not saying you can't be generic and be likable. I mean, Cedric Alexander, Cesaro. to me, is... Yes. Cedric Alexander, to me, is very likable. But Even also very generic. Jamie Hayter, which we just talked about. like Yeah. Not necessarily anything special going on there, but... It's just easier, I think, to get when you're more of a natural heel. Yeah. Yeah. You just go out there and act like an asshole. As long as it comes to you naturally. Yeah. If you're forcing it then daily. Um, we will notice. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, last week, since we didn't have a podcast, um, mm-hmm. Rock and Roll Express. Oh, oh yeah. It's since we were talking about Tony coming down the ramp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to bring them up. First off, both those men look like they should not be wrestling. Their age wise age wise tells me they should not be wrestling. Yeah. Those guys both look so good. Like yeah, so like they didn't miss a beat and they took some really big bumps that I was like <laughs> I think their line's gonna be a little longer at Fanboy next year if they come back. Right. <laughs> when was the last time you saw a loaded sock? In a wrestling segment. No. Oh. That shit was... That shit was cool. Because yeah. that shit would fucking hurt. Yeah. Oh, God. They just... That, that whole thing last week made me so happy. I was like, yes! Wrestling! Uh, good times, good times. <laughs> they still got them. Like, whereas... You would almost want to lump them in with Ric Flair... Not, not in the how well they're doing wrestling, but just like kind of age wise, like kind of just pop them in there. And like Ric Flair, if he ever pops up into the wrestling match, I'll be pissed. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. no. <laughs> but these guys are like, yeah, 
Are we gonna match? Like put them in the attack match? Like, let's do it. I'm here for it. No, please don't. I'm so here for it, I'd be so jazzed. It's so against what AEW has been doing. I know, but at the same time. Like WWE uses Ric Flair, who retired like twelve times. AEW uses Jericho. Who so pretty, pretty good girl. Um, quick note. It was announced the other day that Kurt Angle is supposed to be at Fanboy next year. In Knoxville. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. She farted? Oh, yeah, she farted. Yeah. Oh, so farted me. Stop telling No. <laughs> okay. I was just like, that's mm. an awful video. Mm. She's like, spread this round. But so, the last match of the night for AW, uh, we had Chris Jericho and Sam Guevara versus Hangman Page and Kimmy Omegas. Good match. But uh, yeah, Jericho and Guevara end up getting the win. Um, Hawkins are coming out. If I can hit Adam Page in the ding ding. The sheriff does this little look around, it's juice picked. So after the match, we get a big brawl breaking out between the elite and the inner circle. With none other than Kenny Omega and John Loxley facing off with some barbed wire weapons. I love that Kenny's got the barbed wire broom because he's the cleaner. <laughs> the cleaner, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That cracks me up. I just hate, like, they're doing a pretty good job of teasing it, though, I have to say. Which is where I think WWE could take a note. Where, like, they keep teasing them doing this weapon thing. They keep to build for the match. To actually, when it happens, it's going to be amazing. Instead of being like, we're going to have these guys fight 12 times in a row. Like, we haven't seen them fight even the one time. Not a single time have we seen these two square off since this storyline has begun. Oh. It all started with at a all in, John Moxley, dirty deeds or whatever. Double or nothing. Yeah, just double, double or nothing. nothing. Right. Yes. I was like, it's a con- casino theme for. Yeah, it's one, which one? <laughs> I will use a casino term for this. <laughs> Gotta be that one. <laughs> uh, but yes. Um, he dirty deeds. Uh, can you make on top of the? pilot ships and then like just since then it's just been like random encounters and different encounters it's not mm-hmm. the same thing every time and all both of their parts really kind of like running and being like oh, go bitch and they were supposed to have their match all out and then Mox and got hurt yeah. guess what they've done a good job he had a staff infection I think. yeah and it could be a storyline at this point but it's done well cause I believe it Oh, yeah. Well, and that was when he was in Japan mm. fucking around over there, allegedly. That he was over there doing that and while he was ha- having a match. Got a bump on the elbow. That. I got a bump on my elbows. Mm. On his surgeried elbow. It has been surgery? It's been surgered. Be careful with it. <laughs> Um, so that was uh, it for AEW. But out of curiosity, who do we think is better this week, NXT or AEW? I don't know. I mean, I was, I think, more 
I think I was just more intrigued with NXT because of the invasion stuff. Yeah. You know, you start your show with the fucking OC on there. Yeah, AJ Styles AJ on, on the screen. You have AJ Styles on the screen. I'm not changing the channel. Literally, yeah. literally, it's that, uh, what they turn into a meme from Django and Shane. They turn into Capri, where it's like, well, you had my curiosity. Like, all these weeks leading up to this, and then yeah. you saw those the other, and you're like, now you have my Now you have my attention. <laughs> well, that's like, up until this week, I've been watching AEW live. First, yeah. And watching NXT on Thursdays, or at, right after AEW, depending on how sleepy I am at 10 o'clock. Depending on how the day is coming. Yeah. But... For, for the first time this week, I watched NXT first. And then watched AEW last night. We had seriously debated it, but we still did AEW. I did debate it, but it was just out of sheer loyalty. Because I really don't mm-hmm. fucking like WWE at this point. But yeah. NXT was the more intriguing and better show. Yeah. For sure. The longer NXT goes, I know it's a little unfair just because they have, at this point history like you know mm-hmm. they have current storylines going and i've been keeping up with them so i don't have to jump into it like aw it's like that first season of a show they mm-hmm. tell people like you just have to muscle through it and then after that shit really starts yeah yeah like, <laughs> it starts coming together watch <laughs> season three of a show that you've been waiting for or season one of a show that you were kind of excited about yeah, yeah that you're kind of excited about starting yeah it's like but you don't know anything about it Exactly. I mean, like, really, really know anything about it. That's kind of where we're at right now. But as of right now, like, I think NXT needs to my vote. Mm-hmm. For this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I also just... I, I just don't like the way that AEW has been ending with brawls. Same people brawling week after week. Do you think they could be, I don't want to say falling into, but... Where we have issues with WWE, do you think they'd be falling into almost the same trap where they are going to constantly do something because that was well received? Mm. I'm okay with if something gets a good reception, doing it again. Like doing it one more time. Yeah. But then after that, you got to keep moving. Or it just gets stale. And it gets stale that fast. Especially when you have, you know, like WWE and you have shows spread across now three nights on major networks. You know, if, if you're watching a gauntlet match on Monday mm-hmm. and then you get a gauntlet match on Wednesday and then one on Friday, even though there are different people on different brands, it's still kind of like, okay, gratuitous yeah. jerking but motion. Instead of like doing that, imagine if they had like filmed a bar angle. Just like two or three. People out of the elite or the inner circle mm-hmm. just chilling at a bar, and the other shows up, and there's a fucking brawl that breaks out in the bar. That would make it a little bit more yeah. original, do something different than what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. I would enjoy the fucking yeah. bar brawl. To be honest with AW or WWE, why don't we have? They missed that. Like, Stone Cold beating up Booker T in the goddamn grocery store. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure you can right find a bar in town. Can. I'm sure you can find a bar in town that'll... Maybe, like, do they'll that allow shit. it. Yeah. Allow it just for publicity. Like, yeah. All right. So, scooting right along really quickly. I'm going to try and run through SmackDown real quick. Again, it was pre-taped, so I'm going off of what 
you take it spoilers for. But hey, basically what happened is the SmackDown Tag Team Championship changed hands. Uh, so the New Day, being Kobe Kingston and Big E, beat the Revival. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Poor Revival? Like, okay, so here's my uh, thing with this. What does this mean for the match at Survivor Series? As far as what I've read, I'm not sure. But regardless, uh, I remember the Revival first got called up and everyone was very excited and they kept having injury issues. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really get pushed and we were like, because it's the injury issues. Yeah. Kind of get it. afraid to take a chance on them. And then now you just keep giving them the belt and taking the taking it away, like, super quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the... Why, even at this point? Mm-mm. Like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't, but kind of at this point, I kind of think maybe you should just make them jobbers or something like that, where they never win. You're like... They fucked them. They just signed new contracts, and they're just like... Oh, did you? Did you? Oh, did, did you? you? Guess what? Haha. <laughs> <sighs> super upsetting like there's still so bad things really great wrestlers I understood the injury thing but at this point they've been healthy for a long time I just love them anyways after the match uh, Imperium comes out don't know who Imperium is you probably go check out NXT UK um and they start a little beatdown on the new tag champs and then Heavy Machinery comes out to make the save so guess what they were also beaten down <laughs> so there was no save no save Eventually, all the superstars from SmackDown came out of the locker room and chased Imperium away. Yeah. Hey! It's our tag division. <laughs> Next to UK is like, our tag division will whip the shit out of your tag division. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, they're stable. But anyways. <laughs> um, so, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's fights Cesaro... Or, wait, no. Uh, Shinsuke and Cesaro. and Cesaro fight Ollie and Shorty G, which, by the way, I don't know who talked about it, but no. I don't know how I feel about that name change. So, in a match between, I guess it was Corbin and Gable, wasn't it? Probably, because they've had 80 matches this year. Um, we noticed that the commentators, everybody kept calling him Shorty, and then all of a sudden that developed into a thing. Shorty Gable, Shorty G... And he's like, go ahead and call me Shorty, but blah, 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 blah. I feel like I like Shorty Gable better than Shorty G. Yeah. At the same time, they're both bad. <laughs> oh. I'm just glad nobody's calling me Shorty G, because fuck that. Start calling me Shorty G. <laughs> Not like Daniel Bryan or Ali really has any room to talk, because neither one of those dudes are much taller, if at all. Um... Speaking of Daniel Bryan, he was watching from the stage. Still. Not, yeah, still. Yeah, being uh, mysterious feeling, about feeling out. Uh, whether or not he's going to accept or reject Sami Zayn's offer to team up with Shinsuke. Although, done right, that would be very oh interesting. Oh my god. It would make a great tag. Yo, All yeah, the kicks. Would. Right, like kicks and knees. Whereas Dakota Kai. Well, I guess mostly knees. Yeah. Just stiff. Oh my God. Knee Whereas to face. <laughs> Dakota Kai is hashtag team kicks, like they're hashtag team knees. Team knees. Knees. Um, also, we had uh, Sasha Banks uh, beating Nikki Cross. 
Bailey was on commentary. Stuck her fucking face where it doesn't belong. <laughs> Helping Sasha out. I'm here. Helping her win. <laughs> but that's okay. Because Bailey got hers when Shayna Baszler came out. I just don't see where they're really okay, going to put Bailey in this match between Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler, and Bailey. No. No. I'm surprised in terms of it's King Corbin, which he's still going by for God knows what reason. You broke your own throne, you bitch. Uh, he ends up beating Roman Reigns. Um. <laughs> the big dog, man. He's really uh, kind of taking a step out of the spotlight. I don't mind it, but at the same time, I'm kind of wanting the Roman Reigns to come back. My God. <laughs> I, think, Did we? I think it's going to happen. And they're building for it, and he's actually going to be over. Uh, was it, Oh, yeah, and then Carmella and Daniel Brooke oh, yeah, had defeated Mandy Rose and oh, Team Fire and Desire. Um, also, oh, and I think fire it, department. I think it, yeah, fire department. <laughs> I think it was this week. Might have been last week, but I'm pretty sure it was this week because I don't know that Dana was on last week's episode. But there was a sign. She, she got attacked by Sheena. Somebody had a sign in the crowd that said, "I didn't pay to see Dana Brooke," and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> just like just. And it, it, it looked like... Why is that so specific? Like, I know. Well, it looked like somebody had written it, like, on the, the back of their sign when they were in the crowd. Because it had that... Like, they brought one of those big, fat Sharpies, like the big king markers or whatever. Exactly. But you could tell... It wasn't, like, crisp and clean. Not that all of the, the signs are. Yeah, but... But I mean, it looked like it very well could have been written, like, in the crowd. And I only saw it the one time. God. But I backed it up, and I was like, did I say what I think it said? <laughs> That's so John mean. was like, what? Was it down? And I was like, look at that sign. He was like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. I know I say a lot of mean shit. That's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dana, man. That's pretty good. <laughs> She's like, I've been working on my fitness. <laughs> you guys are so mean. Uh, also, um, so Carmella and Dana Brooke win that. And by winning that, they earn spots in the SmackDown Women's Survivor Series team, which... That shit should be interesting. Yeah. So we're still yeah. gonna do like Survivor Series team matches. Okay. Are we? I guess. Are we? <laughs> looking like it. Cause like it's looking like it. Everyone else is kind of booked up. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else is busy. Hey Dana. <laughs> if you're not busy, she's like, I'm not fucking busy. Fucking yes. Oh yeah. Um, we already talked about it a little bit, but uh, King Corbin ends up beating Roman Reigns. Uh. Ooh. Poor, poor Mr. Reigns. I kind of want Reigns to come back. Like, I'm kind of... Yeah. We talked about it. We were like, if they just take him away for a little while... Big Dog's become the underdog now. <laughs> Bring him back. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, Tyson Fury baby bops his way out there. Um, baby bops. He's like, yo, Brown. Yo. What are we calling? <laughs> Like yeah. skirt. He he bops his way up there and says, Hey Brown. We have to be tag team partners. And the two are interrupted by the B team. Who quickly mm-hmm. get their asses handed to them. Um and then after that Sherman and Fury celebrating together. Coming to ten. Coming to ten. Is that the end? 
Yeah, I think so. I think Sorry, I don't, I don't mean to bad. sound. Yeah, this is our. This is an initial redo for us. We haven't yeah. watched Titanic. Yeah, I think. I think that was it. Seriously. Yeah, it is a, yeah, because it says final bit Tyson Fury segment where somebody posted a video. Mm. That was your live. main event. I mean, I know you're in England, but still, that shit's weak. No, dude, England deserves. I feel like that. England thinks England deserves better. Manchester. They should bring paper views back to England. Do you know the European crowd is hot fire? I'm gonna stop saying that. Hot fire. I keep saying it. Because I have that Dave Chappelle skit stuck in my head where the making the band. Oh, like, God. It's hot fire. Speaking of getting shit stuck in your head, I think it's like yesterday. No, let's see. Late Wednesday night into yesterday. And all day yesterday at work. I have that fucking. The Bella's entrance theme in my head. Oh. Yeah, their walkout. Oh, that's just you torture. That you can't do. Oh god. Oh god. I I just I, I don't even take a keyword in my head. I know. New thing. I know. It's a lot. Well, I think that's wrestling for the week. That'll do it. That'll do a little pig. That'll do it. That'll do. That'll do a little pig. Well, for our super famous sign Hey. But nice, as always, please feel free to follow us on all of our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Just search at 3 and you will see the big gold belt with the microphone, side plates, click it, like it, follow it, love it. Speak to us. And as always, the most important places you can ever find us are on the places where you can hear our lovely, lovely voices. Woohoo! You can find us on anywhere podcasts are found. For the case you need a reminder, you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. iTunes! Again, please just search at 3 Fans from Pod. You'll see the big old belt. You'll see microphone side plates. And you'll be like, hey, that shit looks cool. Three fucking cunts talk about wrestling. I'll probably click on it. I'll probably listen to it. Should probably, should probably definitely follow it. But the at least I could do is give a track a like and comment on what you did like. And as always, if you're feeling extra generous, if you really love what you heard tonight, you can always visit our Patreon page. You can find us at www.patreon.com forward slash 3fanspod, a lowercase, all one word, and you'll see our different reward tiers. That's yeah, pretty cool shit. You get one tier. Guess what? You get a homemade gimmick made by us. And perhaps get some merch with that gimmick. All you gotta do is check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Donate. Shit's not free. Shit is not free. Shit is not free. And as always, for next, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like to hear us debate, uh, things you just like to hear us discuss, like, hey, maybe you're like that fully loaded 97 favorite review. What are you guys' thoughts on that? We'll watch it. We'll give you a review. You just gotta let us know what you wanna hear. Gotta communicate. Tell us. We take requests. 
But as always, for next, stay classy, aka a little bit of classy, a little bit of trashy. We out this bitch. We out.